Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk live. Sardius, and encircling the throne was a halo that looked like a rainbow of emeralds. Twenty-four other thrones surrounded the throne, and seated on these thrones were twenty-four elders, the members of the heavenly Sanhedrin, arrayed in white clothing, which represents holiness, and crowns of gold upon their head, which represents being purified. Out from the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder, (laughs) and in front of the throne, seven blazing torches. That doesn't just sound like a sweetie pie. (laughs) And these torches burned, which are the seven spirits of God, the sevenfold Holy Spirit. And in front of the throne, there was also what looked like a transparent, glassy sea, as if made of crystal. And around the throne, in the center and at the side of each throne, were four living creatures who were full of eyes in front and behind with intelligence as to what is before and at the rear of them. In other words, God sees everything, folks. The first living creature, the one in the being, was like a lion, the second living creature like an ox, the third like the face of a man, and the fourth like a flying eagle. And I don't pretend to understand all this. Just stick with me. And the four living creatures individually had six wings. They were full of eyes all over and within, underneath their wings, and day and night, They never stopped crying out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, omnipotent, who was and who is and who is to come. Come on, give our holy God a shout tonight. Now, maybe I'll just sit out and tell you this. Maybe I'll seem a little nicer if I sit out. I don't know. Listen. If we really, if we really, 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 really know who God is and how wonderful and amazing he is, why don't we just stop doing some of the dumb stuff? I mean, let's just start with something little like Let's make a commitment to not gossip. We're not talking about doing things to get God's favor. We're talking about doing the right thing because he is a holy God and because he deserves... He deserves our praise, and true praise is more than singing a few songs on the overhead once a week. He's looking for worshipers who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Worshipers. You do it unto the Lord. And until we come to the point, 
And this is a great day when you come to this point. God, you are the all-seeing eye. And you see everything. And no matter where I'm at, you see me. And I want to live for you. I'm going to do what I do unto you. And if I don't get any appreciation here, I'm doing it for you. Amen? Okay, well, we're going to be here all night if I don't get going. In Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 5, we see Isaiah's reaction to God showing up. <laughs> Verse 1, In the year the king Uzziah died in a vision, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the skirts of his train filled the most holy part of the temple. That was the glory of God filling the temple. And above him stood the seraphim, and the word seraphim means the fiery burning one. <laughs> and above him stood the seraphim, and each had six wings, and with two they covered their face, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundation of the threshold shook at the voice of him who cried. And the house was filled with smoke. And here was Isaiah's reaction. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am ruined and undone. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. Isaiah said, I am ruined and undone. He was convicted just of the things that he said that were useless. Hmm. If somebody put the sentence to you, God is, and asked you to finish it, wonder what people would say. Maybe God is good, God is loving, God is merciful, God is gracious, God is forgiving, God is awesome, God is holy. But I wonder if anybody would say, God is terrifying. See, not many of you understand your life. But it's a holy terror. It's not like, it's not, I'm not afraid God is going to hurt me. I'm afraid I'm going to hurt him. I don't want to hurt God. I don't want to do things that are displeasing to him. I don't want to hurt the heart of God. He is to be worshipped. Your kingdom come. We're moving on. Your kingdom come. Our Father who is in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come. What does that mean? Just to put it simply, church, we need to be a lot more concerned about the people that are lost and about the growth of the kingdom of God than we are just getting what we want all the time. Our world is filled with pain and immorality of every kind. Don't seek after things. Don't ever waste your time seeking after things. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. The cry of our heart should be, God, what is my assignment? What is my assignment? You know, your, your assignment may not be the worship leader or the pastor or 
to do this or the owner of a business. Maybe your assignment is to clean the toilets in the church, but do it with a smile on your face and do it under the Lord. Because somebody's got to do it. Why not you? Amen? I love it when people say to me, that's my assignment. We need to know what our assignment is from God. Maybe your assignment right now is just raising your kids and being a great wife. Maybe your assignment right now is being the greatest dad. But maybe your assignment is also reaching out to some other child in the church that doesn't have a father and including him. What is your assignment from God? It may be a public assignment. It may be a very private assignment. But whatever we do in secret under the Lord, we will be rewarded for openly. Matthew 6. Do your part to see the kingdom grow. Ask God to break your heart over the conditions in the world today. And learn to be an intercessor for the lost. You know, the Bible says that the whole earth is groaning, waiting for the redemption of the sons of God. I don't know about you, but... Now, I don't want to misstate this. I'm happy, but you know what? I'm not happy here. I'm not fulfilled here in the earth. You know what? I don't belong here, and neither do you. This is not our home. This is a passing through place. There's nothing here that's ever going to totally 100% satisfy us. So why don't we stop trying to get things in the world to satisfy us and just get around to doing what we're here for, which is living for the glory of God. Your kingdom come. Your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done. Father, if you're willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but always yours be done. You know, we quote the scripture all the time, all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose, and we only hear that all things work out good. That's really all people hear. Oh, yes, hallelujah, this is going to work out good. To those who love God and are called according to his purpose. For those who crave and pursue and passionately go after the will of God in their lives. And I can tell you, if you want God's will more than you even want to breathe, if you would rather die than to live without God's will, then there is nothing that can happen to you that won't work out for good. And I know some of you, you've been around long enough like me, you, you're just kind of like I am. You're done with the whole world thing. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're not in the will of God, what do we have that's worth anything? What have I got if I get my own will? It's not going to make me happy. I've been there, done that. <laughs> well, God, I just can't be happy if I don't get married. But God, I just can't be happy if I have to stay married. But God, I just can't be happy if I don't have kids. But God, I can't be happy with these kids. But God, I can't be happy if I don't get a better job. I can't be happy if I don't have a bigger house. You ain't going to be happy no matter what you get. <laughs> 
kingdom, he will add the things. And we're not going to care that much. I tell you what, I get, I get really tickled when God does special things for me, and he does all the time. But it's so refreshing not to have to chase them. Merciful day. Sweet single lady, don't chase a man. Chase God. He'll make the men chase you. Let me back up. The white man. Jesus said, can you drink the cup that I drunk? Let me tell you something. Doing the will of God is not always easy. It's not all just fun and games. And a lot of times there's a lot of groaning before we get to the glory. Amen? We're having fun and this is a fiery message, but let me tell you, I realize that what I'm asking people to do, to forgive the people that hurt you, to stop talking bad about the people that are so... Ugh. Man, sometimes I always have to bite my tongue off to shut my mouth. For this is the will of God, 1 Thessalonians 4, 3, for this is the will of God that you should be consecrated, separated, and set apart for pure and holy living that you should abstain and shrink from all sexual vows. <laughs> that each of you should know how to possess, control, and manage his own body in consecration and purity, separated from things profane and honor not to be used in the passions of lust like the heathen who are ignorant of the true God and have no knowledge of his will. You stepped into a holy meeting tonight. How many of you are with me? You understand that if we don't hear this, along with everything else, that we are going to get ourselves in deep, deep trouble. Grace is not an excuse to live a sloppy life. It is the power of God not to have to. And the love of God covers a multitude of sins. But Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey me. He did not say, if, if you obey me, I will love you. God already loves us. But our love for him, when we see his holiness, when we see how amazing he is, when we know that he's our father, that he lives in us, how can we not want to say, my God, my God, my God. Your will be done in my life.
your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. You know, if you look at the story of the manna for the Israelites, it came one day at a time, just enough for one day at a time. And you know, God wants us to learn to trust him one day at a time, one moment at a time. One day at a time, trusting God day by day. Don't worry and be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have anxieties and worries of its own. God is our provider. If they gathered more than they needed, it got rotten and began to stink. Our needs are many, and God provides them all. One of the things that we desperately need is strength, spiritual strength. We need encouragement. We need peace. We need provision. We need companionship. We need wisdom. We need discernment. And God gives us everything that we need. And my God shall liberally supply and fill to the full my every need. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Do you really want God to do that? You probably didn't hear me. Do you really want God to forgive you the same way you forgive everybody else? That's his promise. We better take this serious. Hmm. Well, I didn't write the book. Don't look at me like that. Matthew 6, 12. And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven, remitted, and let go of the debts and given up the resentment against our debtors. Matthew 6, 14 and 15. For if you forgive people their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, leaving them, letting them go, giving up the resentment, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, leaving them, letting them go, and giving up the resentment, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. Well, we don't just hear that all the time, do we? I think if I were you, I wouldn't go to bed tonight before I forgive everybody that I got anything against. I mean, I'm serious. I am as serious as I know how to be. But I just can't help the way I feel. No, you can't help the way you feel, but you can make a decision. God, I will not live with a heart full of hatred after what you have done for me. I will not Take your mercy and your goodness and then hold things against other people. And you get on your little face and you bury your face in the carpet and you stay there until God gives you the grace and the strength to get up and love people that would fit into the enemy category. Lord, I wish I had another night. Lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. Every day of your life, pray that. Lead me not into temptation. But deliver me from evil. Let me tell you a quick story that a woman told me last week. She told me I could tell it. I just won't use her name. This is a woman who's been a Christian many, 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 many years. Middle-aged woman, been a Christian as long as I've known anything about her and just a long time been a Christian. But... She has a little problem in her heart. She doesn't like her husband. 
And um, she just said, I just don't like him. I just don't like him. And uh, she's been married to him 45 years, but she don't like him. I want you to listen to me. Because she didn't work with God to fix that problem in her heart, there's a little door open. One day she gets a message on her computer from some man she's never heard of. Hi. Dumb mistake number one, she answers back, hi. Discernment doesn't do that. Long story short, and it took a long time. Like I said, she didn't like to tell this. This guy conned her out of $200,000. And this woman is born again, baptized in the Holy Ghost, church going. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We've got things in our heart. Don't ignore those little things. Little foxes spoil the vine. Got to keep your heart clean before God. Because if you don't, the devil's going to end up using it against you. This woman now is like, I cannot believe that I did that. You know what? No discernment. Pray for discernment every day of your life. Lord, deliver us from evil. Show me wicked people. Help me get away from people that are not right for me. Help me, God. Show me who's really my friend and who's not. Help me not to come into temptation. The disciples fell asleep for grief, and Jesus said, Can you not get up and pray? that you don't come into temptation. Don't wait until you are in the throes of the biggest temptation and you're in this huge emotional mess. You pray every day. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Why? Because you're the only one that has the power to do it. Well, prayer really is an amazing privilege, and it should always be the first thing we do in every situation and never a last resort. We should believe that God hears us because he is our loving Father and always believe that he's working in your life even when you don't see anything or feel anything. Today we're offering you some teaching about the power of prayer that I believe you're going to really enjoy. First of all, a teaching that I did on the Lord's Prayer and we have that as a CD, a DVD, and a booklet that we want to get into your hands, and also a book that I've written called The Power of Simple Prayer. If you can learn how enjoyable and how powerful prayer is, you're going to want to learn how to pray your way through the day, and as you do, you're going to see amazing things begin to happen in your life and the lives of the people that you love. Thank you, God bless you, and have an amazing rest of the day. The Lord's Prayer, learning to pray like Jesus. In this powerful teaching, you'll discover what it really means to trust God to meet your needs, and you'll experience a more intimate connection to God during prayer. This teaching also comes with a booklet filled with scriptures and an explanation of the prayer line by line. You'll also receive the book, The Power of Simple Prayer, How to Talk with God About Everything. These resources are available today for your gift of $30 or more. 
To order, call us toll-free at 1-800-727-9673 or visit us at JoyceMeyer.org. The closer you walk with God, the more you know His Word, it becomes a light in your life and it shows with any darkness. And I pray even again this morning, God, if there's any darkness in me, shine your light on it. Please, God, don't just let me do things that are stupid and not even know that I'm doing it. We need to pray for ourselves. We don't need to just pray to get everything we want all the time. We need to pray that God will work in us, that God will change us, that he will put his finger on things in our life. Just begin to pray, God, I want to be what you want me to be. Enjoy life, laugh, and be refreshed at the Joyce Meyer Conference. Don't you feel better just being in this atmosphere? Join us in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. For more details, go to JoyceMeyer.org. When I worship, it's like reaching up and he's reaching down, and we touch. I need to be here. So there are two kinds of stressed out people in the world. One kind thinks that if they wish hard enough, everything will just magically get better. The other kind actually does something about it. Overload by Joyce Meyer. You can learn how to unplug, unwind, and unleash yourself from the pressures of stress. Because let's face it, life's not changing. But with God's help, you can change the way you approach life. Overload. Available now from Joyce Meyer Ministries and wherever books are sold. The proceeding was paid for by the friends and partners of Joyce Meyer Ministries. This spring, all of us at TBN want you to experience the hope and grace of God like never before. So, to say thank you for your love gift of any amount this month, we have something very special for you. It's TBN's brand new 100 Days of Hope and Grace journal. This unique double-sided devotional journal is designed to bring you a quick, powerful dose of encouragement when you need it most. Meditate on a new hope-inspiring scripture each day. And also, get a powerful reminder of God's grace. Wake up to hope and grace and begin your day full of God's promises for your life. And for your special love gift of $100 or more, we will also include our brand new, beautiful Hope and Grace mug set. Each time you enjoy a hot beverage, these ceramic mugs will be a great reminder of the Father's love for you and of your partnership with TBN to bring the message of hope and grace of Jesus to the world. Request your Hope and Grace devotional journal today with any size gift. And with your gift of $100 or more, you'll also receive the Hope and Grace mug set. Take a moment right now to call, click, or write to request your love gift. Call 800-201-5200 or visit tbn.org or write us at TBN PO Box A, Santa Ana, California, 92711. Remember, your generosity ensures that your TBN can touch millions with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Your gifts are powerful tools for rescuing souls worldwide with his life-changing message of hope and grace. Not by the seeking after knowledge or the doing of good deeds that you enter into this kingdom. It is by faith. If you can't believe that things have happened here on earth, then how will you ever believe when I tell you about the things that go on where I come from? In heaven. I am the one sent by God. And just as Moses, when he was in the desert, lifted up the bronze image of a serpent on a pole, so must I be lifted up. I may draw all men unto myself. 
Nicodemus, God sent his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life.
amen, amen. And now what you do is you take a step back and don't worry about it anymore. You have shot grace, grace to it. All right, now the grace of God is taking over. And He'll take care of it, okay? So you enjoy the rest of the service by not allowing your thoughts to go to all these worries and cares. Amen? Because if you take back the worries and cares, you are saying that you still have to handle it. God did not do a good job, okay? And uh, actually, unbelief is a high regard for yourself. Faith is a high regard for God. Amen? So demonstrate to God your faith by not being worried about it. Amen? Praise God. Last week, the Lord showed us the importance of the Bible. Amen? The Holy Scriptures. This sacred volume. Just before the Bible tells us that all Scripture is God-breathed. The verses before that, Paul was talking to Timothy, his son in the Lord, young Timothy, who was probably between 30s and 40s, scholars tell us. And he told Timothy, all scripture is God-breathed. But before that, he said, Timothy, do you remember that from a child you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation? Salvation is not just saved from hell to go to heaven. Wonderful as that is. Salvation is health, wholeness, healing, preservation, provision. That is a mouthful. Salvation is Jesus walking by the shores of Galilee, opening the eyes of the blind, setting those who are demon-possessed free, bringing life where death has come in, loving children into wholeness. Amen? That is salvation. When people are hungry, he multiplied loaves and fishes. That is salvation. And if you want to know the word salvation and study the word sozo, get a good Greek lexicon and study the word salvation, it is not just saved from hell to go to heaven. So Paul told Timothy, Timothy, from a child, and the word child, brephos, in, in, in Greek, it's a very unique word. Brephos is not nepios, the usual word for a child. Brephos is actually fetus or baby. When I read that, I used to wonder, how in the world can a baby understand the scriptures? And that's a word that Paul used, and Paul told Timothy, from, from a baby, you know the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise. So that tells me, parents just need to sing God's word over their babies. Parents just need to quote Psalms 23 to your baby. And you'll never know that the spirit of a baby will receive all this, and in due course, when harvest time, it will manifest. Amen? And uh, I shared a testimony of a man who was diagnosed with tumor of the jaw. He just kept reading the Bible. He never read the Bible with the intention of getting healed. He didn't even know he'll get healed. He just read the Bible because he felt an urge to read the Bible. He has not been reading his Bible. Alright? He's not, he's not been acquainted with the Bible, actually. He, he just had a desire to read it. And the more he read it, the more he wants to read it. The more he read it, the more he read it. And they went back to the doctor. He said one time he was reading and he had a strange sense of happiness. Strange sense of warmth. Many of you have experienced that already. You don't, know, you don't even know why. It's not even pertaining to a happy story sometimes. Alright? But you have a strange sense of warmth. Well, that's healing. He went back to the doctor and they can't find his condition anymore. Amen. 
There is a benefit, Jonathan Edwards says, I found that when I'm in the best frame, that means physically, they use this old English for their bodies in his time, I find that I'm always in the best frame when I've read the scriptures the most. So friends, especially when you're down with something, right? take that time, if a doctor gives you a, you know, MC or whatever, don't run around the mall <laughs> catching up on your shopping, amen? Go somewhere, I mean, at home, you can go out, you can go in your car and make it a sanctuary. Open up the Bible and start reading. Start reading the story of how the father laid his son on the altar with a broken heart, trusting that God is able from his ashes to raise the boy back. Read the drama of the story of how David killed Goliath. Read the drama of the story of how a man loved a woman and served seven years for her. And they were like a few days, the Bible says. Then go to the New Testament and read the Gospels, Jesus in action. Hallelujah. Read the New Testament and meditate on it. It tells you, husbands, love your wives. Wives, submit to your husbands. If husbands do their part in loving, submission is no problem on the woman's part. They are made to submit. Amen. Husbands, love your wives. How? As Christ loves the church. That means what? Like this, on the cross. Self-sacrificial. Amen. Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 22 says, My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear, the ear gate, unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, the eye gate. Alright? Keep them in the midst of your heart. So everyone say, ear, eyes, heart. So listen to God's word. See God's word. And the way you do that is imagine yourself like the tree planted by the waters, prospering in everything that you do. Every time, you know, the Bible is actually face pictures. When the Bible says, look at this woman. Blessed is this woman. Charm is deceitful. Beauty is empty. But this woman, her husband praises her. Her children rise up and call her blessed. See yourself as that mother, as that wife. Amen. Amen. The virtuous woman who can find. It's all faith pictures. The Bible is all faith pictures. Amen. See yourself in that picture. So let it not depart from your own eyes. And then keep them in the midst of your heart. What's going to happen? If the eye gate, ear gate, and the heart is on God's word, the next verse says, They are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. That means there's no part of your flesh that the word of God will not touch with healing and life-giving properties. Stay tuned. Joseph Prince will be right back. Truth has a ring to it. It has a certain ring to it that if you're a seeker of truth, when you hear it, you know it. And so when he started talking about Jesus in such a magnified, beautiful, lovely way, you knew that this man was teaching life because Jesus Christ, he is life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Ago, somebody introduced me to his book, and I read that book, and just getting to see him in person just magnified even more how God can take one person and make a huge, immaculate difference. He talks about Jesus all the time. He doesn't spend his time talking about us. He spends the time talking about Jesus, and and I love that because it puts the focus back where it needs to be. I've suffered with rheumatoid arthritis um, since I was in my late 20s. And Pastor Prince has a prayer um, in his booklet 
with the Lord's Supper. And so we begin to pray that prayer and then add our own heart and spirit to that. And um, after about a week and a half of taking the Lord's Supper, I woke up one morning and I had no swelling in my hands. And um, that was just miraculous for me. and walk in divine health and wholeness and not be burdened by sickness, disease, or emotional distress. Find out how in this dynamic new resource from Joseph Prince. As a thank you for your gift today, Joseph Prince Ministries would like to bless you with Joseph's new four-CD audio series, Freely Receive Your Healing, as well as the Health and Wholeness Through the Holy Communion paperback book. Through these powerful resources, you'll be amazed to discover that God is able and more than willing to heal you because of the finished work of Christ Jesus. Be encouraged to boldly receive the health and wholeness God has for you. Separately, for a gift of $100 or more today, you will receive the Health and Healing Power Pack that includes the Freely Receive Your Healing 4-CD audio series, as well as the Health and Wholeness Through the Holy Communion 5-DVD series and paperback book. You will also receive the Healing Promises hardback book, which contains inspirational scriptures and readings that will build your faith and help you experience your healing. To order these resources and learn how Jesus has made a way for you to walk in divine health and wholeness, call us now, toll free, at 1-877-901-4300, or visit us at www.josephprince.org slash healing. Jesus says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. Just come to him as you are. I don't care whether you are diseased, all right, in a part of your body. I don't care if you are depressed in your mind or whether you have a, a um, chronic habit you can't seem to break. Come to him as you are. One thing about Lord Jesus is that you don't have to pretend in his presence. You just come as, you know why he loves you. It cannot be explained. The source of the love does not lie in the lovableness of the one loved. The source of it lies with the one doing the loving. He just loves us. And the best thing you can do to bring joy to his heart is to come to him every day, all right? Practice his presence with you and just allow him to love you. Allow him to love you. Our God is a God who is so strong, so mighty, so loving, so powerful. And so rich that he has so many blessings that I think sometimes he pains God because love can be hurt, love can be pained, love can be grief. Amen. When you open your heart, you open, you know, with open arms, you can be hurt. But that's what Jesus did at the cross. He'd rather be hurt in loving than never to love and not be hurt. I should say you will still be hurt and that hurt will be worse. So the thing is that church, you know, when you love, allow God to love you, let God bless you as well. Let God love you. Amen. God wants so much to bless His people that sometimes He looks around and people are so busy fending for themselves, providing for themselves, defending themselves, looking out for themselves, occupied with themselves, that God is looking for someone who will look to Him for goodness. In a world that believes so much, unless you work really hard, you can't get it. There's no such thing as a free lunch and all that. In, in this world, all right, that is running around like...
chickens with their heads decapitated, a rat race that doesn't seem to end, everyone looking around, you know, to outdo another. Isn't it wonderful to sit back, let the world just pass you, and look to Jesus and receive all his goodness and blessings, and all of a sudden open your eyes and realize you are out there in the front, waiting for the rest to come, you know, and rested and blessed. There is a place in God that when the Lord brings you over, it's like a lot of ants are trying to cross the highway, the expressway in Singapore. Okay? And there's one of them that allows you to carry him on your little finger across the overhead bridge on the other side. Guess who will be in a better condition when the rest cross? If the rest make it. Amen? It's like that. When you rest, your part is to rest. Rest doesn't mean no progress. Rest in Him means you rest in His strength, His power that brings you to the other side. The Bible says in the book of Psalms that God brought the children of Israel out with silver and gold. And there was not one feeble person among their tribes. Think about it. About two to three million people came out of Egypt. Not a single elderly man on a stretcher. Not a, not a single grandmother on crutches. Every single one healthy and strong. Not one feeble. What happened the night before? What cured their bodies and made them strong? The Bible tells us they partook of the Lord's Supper, the Passover. What they did was a picture. What they did was a type, a shadow. They partook of a lamb. The blood was put on the doorpost, making the cross. And inside the house, they fed on the lamb. The very next morning, not a single one of them sick. I say to you in Jesus' name, when you partake of the Lord's Supper today, tomorrow morning, you're going back to work strong, healthy, young, ready. Jesus says, this is my body broken for you. Take, eat. Why do you think Jesus gave us this institution? Because he knew that in this world, there will be all kinds of sicknesses, around us. I don't care what kind of a new virus the devil brings. The answer is in his broken body. Jesus said in John 6, the life that I give and that word life there is Zoe. It's not eternal life. Eternal life is Ionos Zoe. This is just Zoe. Jesus says the Zoe, the life that I will give to this world is my flesh. My body. So the more you partake, the more life flows in your body. The more you partake, the stronger you become. The more you partake, the younger you will be. Amen. I'm telling you this, church. God chooses the weak things to confound the mighty. God uses a piece of bread to put to naught that tumor in your body. Hallelujah. This is the greatest radiation there is. This is the greatest antibiotic you can ever take. The broken body of Jesus. Are you ready? Lift it up to the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Lord Jesus. Surely in your body, you have borne away all my diseases. 
all my sicknesses, all my pain, all my aging. And by your stripes, I am healed. And just tell the Lord what you are healed of, whatever you're believing Him for. Say, by your stripes, I'm healed of this. Now say, Lord Jesus, by your stripes, my youth is renewed like the eagle. By your Jesus. Now partake. Jesus said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for the remission of sins. New covenant. Say new covenant. The old covenant is based on you shall not, you shall not, you shall not. The new covenant is all God. God says, I will, I will, I will. In the new covenant, God says, your sins and your lawless deeds, I remember no more. Because of that, God says, I'll be to you a God and you will be to me a people. As we lift up this cup before the Lord, we put the Lord in remembrance that He is to us a God. If we are sick and God says, I am to you a God, you are no longer sick. Because God is a healing God. And God says, I'll be to you a God and you shall be to me a people. If God is a healing God, then we are to Him a super healthy people. Amen. If God is a protecting God, then we are to Him a protected people. Completely protected. Are you ready? Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for your shed blood. Through your blood, the devil is overcome, defeated in my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All my sins, past, present, and future, put away by your precious blood. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I've been a yo-yo dieter my whole life. I decided to put Joseph's sick into the test and I thought, okay, I can't do this. I can't lose weight, I can't do it by myself. And I just, it was like I just went hands off. And I just walked out of it. I'm in peace and I'm such a different person. I'm so happy, I'm so content. And it's like, I'm excited on what's going to happen next in my life. My wife was pregnant. She developed cervical cancer. We decided we are not going to believe the doctor's report. We are going to believe the truth about what God says about us. So we began to worship Jesus and take communion at home. That same day, the symptoms began to diminish. And within five days, she was completely healed. I just want to thank you. Thank Pastor Joseph Prince uh, for the message that he brings. God wants you to experience and walk in divine health and wholeness and not be burdened by sickness, disease, or emotional distress. Find out how in this dynamic new resource from Joseph Prince. 
As a thank you for your gift today, Joseph Prince Ministries would like to bless you with Joseph's new four-CD audio series, Freely Receive Your Healing, as well as the Health and Wholeness Through the Holy Communion paperback book. Through these powerful resources, you'll be amazed to discover that God is able and more than willing to heal you because of the finished work of Christ Jesus. Be encouraged to boldly receive the health and wholeness God has for you. Separately, for a gift of $100 or more today, you will receive the Health and Healing Power Pack that includes the Freely Receive Your Healing 4-CD audio series, as well as the Health and Wholeness Through the Holy Communion 5-DVD series and paperback book. You will also receive the Healing Promises hardback book, which contains inspirational scriptures and readings that will build your faith and help you experience your healing. To order these resources and learn how Jesus has made a way for you to walk in divine health and wholeness, call us now, toll-free, at 1-877-901-4300, or visit us at www.josephprince.org healing. Beloved friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's very special broadcast. I believe that you've been blessed by today's word and received a fresh revelation of God's love for you. I just want to encourage you right now to request the resources we are making available to you today. As you continue to listen and receive messages that are full of the person of Jesus, all fears, guilt, and addictions will fade away in the light of his perfect love for you. Thank you once again for tuning in. Do know that I'm praying for you, and I look forward to more opportunities to encourage you with God's Word on a regular basis. Probably about four years ago, I was just flipping through the channel and uh, just came across a guy in a leather jacket preaching some truth. Stopped and watched for a while, and it, it literally blew my mind. Because he preaches the truth, he tells us about grace, and he just makes you know that Jesus is here for you, and His grace is all you need. And it just keeps you constantly wanting to grow more, and hunger for more, and go for more. But yet, it's so simple and it's so amazing. It just blows your mind. My husband was, um, was an alcoholic for 18 years. Got sober about seven years ago, and because of the grace method, no more condemnation has really uh, set him free. I said, this is really good news. Like, this is the good news that I've been waiting for all my life to hear. As a thank you for your gift today, Joseph Prince Ministries would like to bless you with Joseph's new four-CD audio series, Freely Receive Your Healing, as well as the Health and Wholeness Through the Holy Communion paperback book. Through these powerful resources, you'll be that God is able and more than willing to heal you because of the finished work of Christ Jesus. Be encouraged to boldly receive the health and wholeness God has for you. To order these resources and learn how Jesus has made a way for you to walk in divine health and wholeness, call us now, toll free, at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at www.josephprince.org slash healing. If you've been blessed by today's message, we would like to give you an opportunity to partner with us to impact the world with the gospel of grace. 
under grace, God says, I will be merciful to your unrighteousness. And your sins, I will remember no more. That's been a change. That's been a change, church. And it's all because of Jesus. Dear friends, together we can impact the world for Jesus. Partner with us and be part of this exciting grace revolution. Call us toll free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org slash partner today. Joseph Prince Ministries is a Section 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible for the amount that exceeds any fair market value of the materials you receive from us. Joseph Prince Ministries believes that your tithes belong to your local church. Your donations to the ministry are received as offerings to support the preaching of the gospel of grace. program was sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. The scripture says in Mark 
It ain't over. Feels like you cried your last tear. Not over. Not over. Not over. Not over. God has the final say. God has the final say. God has the final say. That says you wouldn't make it, but God has the final say. That says you won't be nothing, but God has the final say. That says you ain't going nowhere. You ain't a uh, did I play it to the end, Brother Richardson? I don't want to miss a beat now. <laughs> ah, boy, you know you could, uh, Bob, I'm not whipping some chest of mass class saying my song, I'll stand still. Until All right, your will is clear to me. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going to move. I'm going to stand right here. <laughs> Thank you, God. Uh, How you know I was on the phone? Because like, <laughs> I'm standing still listening. <laughs> yes, yes, that's an old one there. That's an old one. One of my favorites. Good, it's all good, it's all good. Well, you can go ahead on and open us up, Mr. Richardson. Y'all made me miss Bible study yesterday anyway. <laughs> so you I thought it was in the evening? God. 
You cutting it away from our lives so that you would get the glory, Lord God, and the praise out of us, Lord God. So bless us, Lord God, show yourself a Show yourself right now and manifest your spirit, Lord, in our lives, Lord God. Let us be worthy, Lord God, to receive the blessings that you give to us. We thank you, Lord God, for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord God, the Son who was obedient to your call for your love that you have for man to come down to redeem man, who took on the sins of the world. He who knew no sins, Lord God, took on the sins of our sins, Lord God, and bore them on Calvary Cross, Lord God, that they would not be able to rise up before us in the day of judgment, Lord. God. We thank you, Lord God, that he made that intercessions, Lord God, for us, Lord God, so that we could enter into your throne room and just ask for forgiveness for the shortcomings that we have, Lord God, that we committed, Lord God, but knowingly as well as unknowingly, God. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for the forgiveness of our sins and casting them far the east and the west, Lord God. So, Father God, use us in the way that you have for us to be used. Bless each and every last one of us. Cover us from the crowns of our heads to the soles of our feet. Make our pathway straight, Lord God, so we will walk right upright before you. Forgive us of all the wrongs that we've done, Lord God. And, Lord God, we just thank you, Lord God, for the newness of life. We give you thank you for the newness of this day, Lord God. We thank you for refreshing us and restoring us, Lord God, and bring us back into the fold, Lord God, and calling us and owning us as your own, your child. For we are the children of God. We are part of the royal priesthood. So we expect, Lord God, great favors and things and doors to be open for us, Lord God. Where the enemy is trying to close doors, Lord God, we know that there will be an opening. Our faith looks up to you. We thank you for the covering of our families, Lord God. We thank you for watching over us even as we slept, Lord God. We thank you for just giving us the strength, Lord God, to rise and to praise in your holy name. We thank you for the activity of our limbs. We thank you, Lord God, that our minds is fixed and stayed on you and your righteousness, Lord God, and your kingdom builders. So we are kingdom builders, Lord God. So you have called us to do a mighty work. We are ministers, Lord God, that has come to minister to those and serve us, those here on earth who know not you, Lord God. So, Father God, we lift up those right now in the name of Jesus who have not confessed Jesus as their Lord and Savior, nor have they owned him as their own. But, Father, let them develop a personal relationship, Lord God, so they can get to know him, Lord God, in their most broken down moments. Lord God, they can call on your name, Lord, and mercies will be given. We thank you, Lord God, for the sister who has taken on the call, Lord God, to share Bible studies for Felicia, Lord God. Impart wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your words to her and all of those who partake and listen. Father God, we ask you to cover Sam, Lord God, even as he's standing the gap and pray for each and every one of us, how he teaches us, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to cover um, Erica, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, even as she gives counsel to those who are just in need of counseling, Lord God, that your word would be brought forth, Lord God. Father God, we just ask you to touch the sick right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We ask you to heal the bodies, Lord God. We ask you to just touch Sister Maria Safer, Lord God, that she will be able to make daily attendance on this call and render songs of Zion to you, Lord God, to sing songs of praise and her voice will be edified and be glorified in the heavens, Lord God, even as it's blessed us here on the earth. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. All 
Yes, 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 Father Borondeke. Hayaram Brandeke, yes, Lord, we praise your name. We glorify you, Father. Let your word come forth. Borondeke, Shike. Let your word come forth, Lord. Randasheriko Braka. Let your word come forth, Father. Brondeke, Saka. Let your word come forth. Ha ramboko sharandeke. Hoko kombraka. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Thank you, Father. Ho shakrandeke. Ha rambrandeko saka. Ho rambrandeko se. Yes, 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 Father. Rambrandeko saka. Karande, yes, 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 ufaka, yaramboko, haramboko, shiradaka, shide, shirakumbraka, shiradako, randeke, shirakandraka, harambro, shirakasande, shirakose, 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 harambraka, shirakose, 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 harambroko, shirakasande, shirakandande, shiraganda, horande, shirakosaka, Horande Shirikasaka. Yes, Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit. Move hard. Borandeke Shiridukobraka. Horandeke Sharandaka Dararokoke. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yarakumbrasa Karashideke Shirakadaka. Yes, thank you for the word. Mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yarambrasha, Korsaka, Yandaka. Thank you for the word. Horombrani, Goseshi, Shirikosaka. Thank you for the word. Brashi, Karandi, Karanda. Thank you for the word. Yaramboko, Shaka. Yes, yes, yes. It's Garambo, Saka. Yarambroshe. Thank you, Father. Hoka, Yaranakombraka. Hodeke Shandaraku Baka Horondeke Shadaruko Sakaka Horondeke Shadarambrosaka Yes, 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 the anointing of God, the peace of God, Yakande Rukode, the anointing, the peace. Yes, Lord, speak to our hearts. Yes, 
Yarande Heke He Heke Amboko Yarambaka Sararoko de Arambaka Deke Arandeke Arandeke Ande Ambosaka Ha Shangia Boko Dia Dia Daka Hoya Boke Yarako Daka Saka Ha Shande Boko Saka Ha Hondeke He Horobote akaso de akadoka. Ha sharandeke he. Ha shande aka. siambo. Yes. Thank you for the Lord. Doko aha. Thank you for that Father. Mbote ararakade. Yes Lord. Romboka sa. Heke adeke aborambaka. Moti akati 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 Now, Father, ho, shiri amboko saka. Now, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Mm, we glorify you. All righty, then. You still there, Mr. Richardson? Yes, sir. All right, we need to pray for each other. So you want me to pray for you first, or you want to pray for me first? Hello? It don't matter. With you and your flow, you can go. Okay, I'm going to pray for you then. Ah, oh, Father God, Mr. Arthur Richardson. Oh, you're the boy, dickhead, did it. Ah, yes, now. Mm. Okay. Yes, Aramboka, there's some things God's been revealing to you. You see them, you're trying to figure out. Mm. Exactly, okay. You've been hearing his voice. He's been revealing things to you. You're trying to figure out how to do them, who, what, how, and where, and why. What you need to do is start to moving on them. As you begin to step out, whatever, whichever one's the simplest thing for you to do first, step out doing that. As you begin to step out, then it will come divinely clear. It'll make more sense. You'll see how to make everything work. It's going to come as you step out on faith, not as you sit back and ponder. See, the time for you to ponder and try to put it together in your mind, that time has passed. It's now time for you to act. Remember, true faith is an action. It's not a noun. True faith is, is works. He needs you to begin to put your faith to work and step out on those things that he's been telling and showing you to do. Everything will come together as you're stepping out on it. Not as you're sitting back and waiting. Seek his voice, seek clarity, and just begin to move. Talk to him about everything that you're doing. But right now, you need to step out and move. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. But you know the thing, Lord, I don't know which one to start with. I got so many different things I'm pondering over. I just need his directions just to lead me to one or two. Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, for this man of God, Samuel C. Father, the second who you have placed, Lord God, as our worship leader, the morning one, the one who leads and guides us through our morning service, Lord God. We thank you, oh God, Lord God, 
for just giving him the insight, Lord God, to open this prayer call for our lives are being changed. Even though we are coming through trials, faced with trials and tribulations, Lord God, your word didn't tell us that it was going to be easy, Lord God. But all we got to do is just hold on to your unchanging hand. Father God, I lift up Sam right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I just lay his name at your altar, Lord God, that you would just touch it and just touch him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, Lord God, and show him the direction of which he should go, Lord God. He is the caretaker of so many, Lord God, but Lord God, his resources is not as great as the expenses there are. Father God, I ask that you will open up the windows of heaven, Lord God, and give him what he needs, Lord God, to make things work so he can be a better landlord, God, for his tenants, Lord God. He can be better providers for his daughter, his mother, his father, even Mr. Sam that lives in the household with him, Lord God. That he could be a better worship leader over this, this call, Lord God. Not that he's doing it to the best of his abilities, Lord God, but Father God, there's growth in each and every last one of us. Lord God, strengthen him and show him, Lord God. Reveal to him that which he needs to do, Lord God. Father God, we just ask, Lord God, that man would open up their bosom, Lord God, and pour unto him, Lord God, and bless him, Lord God. Send down a windfall of blessings for in his household, Lord God, so that all of their needs will be met, Lord God. Bind the hands of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. For your word teaches us where two or three are gathered, Lord God, binding anything on earth, you're going to bind it on heaven, Lord God. We ask you to bind up the debt that he has, Lord God. Bind up his weary spirit, Lord God. Bind him where he is doubtful, Lord God. Bind him where he tears wants to pull back, Lord God. Bind it up right now and loose him, Lord God, and set him free, Lord God. Remove the shackles that keep him bound. Break the chains that the, the devil's trying to keep him anchored with, Lord God, so that he can worship and praise you, Lord God, with the fullness of his heart, Lord God. Let your glory be revealed in him, to him, Lord God, so that other men, when, when men see him and women see him walk down the street, Lord God, they'll know that he's a, your child, that he's already a been ordained and consecrated and anointed to appoint it, Lord God, to do that which he has been called to do, that they will come and they will ask him, Lord God, just for a prayer, Lord God, and he'll be able to prophesy, Lord God. He'll be able to lay hands on the sick, Lord God, and they shall be healed, Lord God, that he can speak to any situation, and the devil will even know that he is anointed by you, Lord God, so they will have to take their hands off him and his household. C continue to just gird him up and strengthen him, Lord God, so that he could do the mighty works that you have called him to do. Let him be the minister as we all are ministers, Lord God, and we all need to grow. But, Lord God, just anoint him. Give him a special anointing, Lord God. Even the anointing that Elijah left with Elisha, Lord God. Let it fall down. Let him catch his staff, Lord God, and be blessed, Lord God. Part the river so that he can walk through on dry land. Cover his household and everything that he needs. Let this be a day of blessing. Let him see your glory moved in his life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Talking about, in my, talking about me being in your Kool-Aid, you was all in mine. <laughs> I hope the flavor was great. That's my fa my favorite Kool-Aid there. You know that's that flavor, baby. Arr, arr. <laughs> oh my God! I didn't mean. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Oh, I didn't mean that. I stand. Oh. I'm gonna be one. I stand. I, I got you. I got you. 
Okay, Father. Let me pray for Edion. Hundred of them, going to go going to go There's something else. Lord, I need to pray for this house. This household. Oh, Jesus, that's more than a notion just to think about it, Lord. But you're telling me that I need to. So, I am because... You're telling me to. Father God. (sighs) Hmm. 
Thank you, Lord. Lord, I come to you today regarding this household situations and circumstances, Lord. The things that are pulling on everybody in this house, Father. Lord, the stressors, the weariness, the heaviness, Lord. Holy Spirit, I come against those things in your name, Jesus. Father God, you know what needs to occur. And you know how you desire it to be done, Father. Father, we need your blood to be cleansing this place. We need your anointing, Father, right now to come into this place to remove those spirits that are not of you, Lord, as you release your favor, your anointing, your grace, and your mercy, Lord, over all in this household, Father. have to do this because we can't. We're weary, we're burdened, and we're done. But your word, you said we have not because we ask not, Lord. Well, we're asking right now. I'm asking right now. We need help. We need strength. We need grace and mercy for this household, Father. Lord, when I walked this morning, well, one of the times that I woke, you said, it's the Lord that gives me power to get well, Father, to establish your covenant. That's what this household desires to do. Lord, we need it. We need wealth and finances, Lord. We need wealth and prosperity. We need wealth and health. Lord, I keep coming in regard for this household, Lord, because we needed it yesterday, but, Lord, your grace and mercy has kept us to today. You are training us how to look on the positive and to speak the positive in spite of all that the enemy is doing, and you are giving us the strength to persevere, Father, in spite of how we feel the heaviness and the weariness, Lord. But, God, we need your grace, your mercy, your favor, your love for this household. To break the yoke and the bondage of the enemy for this household, Lord. <clears throat> Father, you say you will bless those that bless us and you will curse those that curse us. So, Father, everyone that is blessing us, everyone that you are using to touch and to move and to give us the favor, to give us the things that are needed, Father. Bless them. Those that are coming against us, Lord, we send those curses right back to them in the name of Jesus, Lord. We're standing on your word, and your word will not come back to you void, Father. 
We're standing on the promises of God. And, Lord, we need you for this household. Father God, move. Help us. Strengthen us. Anoint us. Keep us. Preserve us. Lord, we thank you for canceling the backlash that the enemy has been so desperately trying to do. That backlash is not just for this household, Father. It's for everybody on this prayer line, everybody in our six degrees of separation, Lord, for he has come back in any form and fashion, Lord, but you counseled that. You told me, Lord, that was backlash assigned, not just for me, but for everybody, Lord, and, and it's been proven. But, Lord, it's been counseled in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, right now we're giving you the praises. We're glorifying your name, Father. As again, your word has not come back to you void, but, Lord, we're standing it on the promises of God. Father, that's not just for this household, but it's for this prayer line, for the, those who trauma in the church, and all six degrees of separation, Father. So right now, Lord, I'm seeking your blessings. I'm seeking your favor, Father. I'm seeking your strength, Lord. I'm seeking your anointing, Lord. I'm seeking you. That's not just for this household again, but for all who are listening in, Lord. Lord, I, I've been saying something lately, and I'm going to say it again, Lord. Because I said, you told me to pray. I said, you know, I need to talk to you about this household, Lord. And I say talking, Father, because that that that, that removes the, the, the mindset a lot of people have about how to talk to you, how to pray to you, Lord. Prayer is communication. So when I say I need to talk to you, because, Lord, there's some things going on up in here, Father, that are, that have been pulling on me, God. And you know that, Lord, and you've been revealing that to me. So, Father, I thank you, Father, for today, for cleansing, for healing, for moving, for doing those things that need to be done. Now, Lord, release the promises, mm. release the blessings, release the turnaround, and all that is needed to be done, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen and amen. Yes, I don't know where, somewhere. All right, now I guess I'll pray for the list. Anyway, let me finish this list. 
Teresa Crosby. Honey, the gun, 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 the Tristan Hardy, I should have said, she 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 Nancy Bro, Yolanda Smith, Keisha, Hundred to the Gander to go 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 to the Gander Morgan Macmillan and family. Honey, the gun, 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 the Okay. Okay, I got to finish the prayer list first. And then we'll do that. Okay. Okay. All right, um, Keisha, Morgan McMillan family. Matt Manuel Rosa, hundred of under the gander to go into the gander to go into the gander go to Grand Rasa, Sakara. K, Hoshi to go sish 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 to go Randaka, Sakara. Rochelle, Johnson and Jackson family. Shut up, got that. Takara. Renee and the paint store. Hush to go say, she 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 go William Debbie, hundred again to the gun to go Sulaka, Sakara. Young man on hundred seventh street, hush it to go sish it to sish it to sish it to Sulaka, Sakara. Kevin Holton family, hush it to go sish it to sish it to sish it to Sulaka, Sakara. John Will Johnson, hundred again to the gun to go sish it to Rasa, Sakara. Chevalier Amco, hush it to go sish it to sish it to sish it to Sulaka, Sakara. Amanda, 
Uh, is you ready, child? Find her in a box somewhere. All right, Rosen Hospital in the community. How she look around there to go see? She look around Raka. Oh, what do you want? How she look go see? She look go see? She look around Raka. How she look go see? She go see? She Raka Sakra. Watching it. Hundred going to the gander 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 what is all this stuff going all over the place? Congratulations. This is an amazing victory for Under Armour, who has the contract with Curry, and somewhat disappointing loss for Nike, who works with LeBron. But before you start climbing for Nike... Thank you, Father. Rosen, knock it up. Watch in the hundred against the hundred. Should go say, 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 should go Reginald Foster, hundred against the hundred against the hundred. Should go say, 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 should go Okay, I got Wajin it, Hunter Gandhi, Saraka. Rosen, Reginald Foster, Harashida, Shiriko, Sishiko, 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 Saraka, Harashida, Sishiko, Sishiko, Saraka, Sakara. Rose Johnson, Hunter Gandhi, 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 Gasara, Sakara. Donald Luster, Hunter Gandhi, 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 Gasara, Sakara. Dale Akarundala, Hunter Gandhi, Gandhi, Gasara, Sakara. My parents, Harashida, Sishiko, 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 Saraka, Sakara. Smell real bad too. You don't know what I'm saying. Hmm? Cat litter. No, that's cat urine. It sounds smell like it's right up in here somewhere. Like cat. Yeah. I don't know what she done done. I'm get rid of the cat and the child. <laughs> Alright, I'm changing phone.
I'm back. I heard that Rose, Roger, Reginald Foster, Rose Johnson, Donald Luster, Bill Alcorando, my parents, City of Atlanta, how did they go? She did go, 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 President Obama, hundred going to the Gandhi, 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 going to the You got everything, Joe? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Oh, wait. Oh, you funny. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Okay, Lord, what we got? Got the mastermind group. You know, you ain't even. I'm gonna drop y'all like halfway, halfway from home, halfway. Uh huh. Anyway, all y'all getting on my nerves. Mastermind group. Thomas and Church. I'm gonna get the gander, 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 Donna Johnson and family. I should go fish, you go fish, you go fish, you go fish, you go fish, I should go fish, you 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 go fish, Tom Thomas Lawrence, 
Marky Child second history of the issue of the Sakara. Pastor Mark Hundred of the Gosa Sakara. And myself, Sakara. And it's two list people the people in the back. Hundred of the gun to the gun to Sakara. Alright, you wanna do your list, Felicia? Then I'll do the other ones I got to do. How you wanna do it? Give me one second. Give me one second. Okay, I give you one second. One. You take too much. Hold on a minute. Ooh, catalog for 99 cents. Oh, all right there. That's why I need to go. Mm-hmm. Yep, that smart comment was coming out your mouth. And you just held it back. Ah, isn't that special? I'm glad I'm the first thing on your mind when you get to school and still paying attention to your teachers. That's not even it. Ah, la, 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 Well, while you do that, I'll go ahead and do my other list. Are you ready? Let's pray for a financial breakthrough. Yes, man, why don't we? All right, then. This sermon, who should go say, 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 for Ramboran de Gosa, Sakara. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Discernment. Financial breakthrough. Walking in the realm of the supernatural. Walking in the realm of supernatural. God said that uh, he's showing y'all some things, but some of y'all don't want to look. Hmm? Oh, okay. I'm going to just keep praying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Walking in the realm of supernatural. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Did I get the sermon? Okay. Let's get some health and healing and restoration. Luna youth, oh Jesus Christ, Yaka Rombo, Seke, Yandaranda, the Gosta, Shiratata, the Gosta, Sakara. And I'm going to pray for our youth. Oh, she'll go say, 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 for a Sharada, she'll go say, she'll go say, she'll go say, she'll go
Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, prayer for you. Supernatural, superhuman, sensibility, gifts and talents on the center, just to get increased in faith. I got hell here the restoration. Yep. The sun. Yep. Roman supernatural. Yep. I think that's all of them. <clears throat> all right, I'm ready. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> is is Morgan still in the car? Oh, perseverance, that's the one I forgot. Let me do these last two and then you can have it, my dear. You ready? Okay. Pray for perseverance. Hundred to go side, Ronnie to go bolsa, Hundred to go side, Ronnie to go stake. Favor, grace, and mercy. Hush, I'm brought Hush, rumbo, cosa. Hush, rande, keke. Amen. Oh, yeah. Now you have it. All right. Is um is Morgan still in the car? Yeah, here she is. All right. Hello. Good morning, Morgan. How are you? It depends on how if my dad gives me money or not. So my emotions are like four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Paul's out. Um, Paul said, "Be con- I know how to be content and." Be extremes. Um, you will be embarking on a new journey soon because you want to go to school, go away for school and everything. It's time for you now to start um, teaching yourself control. Because the thing is, when you are by yourself, you will have no one but you and God to keep you in control. So you have to start um, watching your time, giving honor to your time, because when you when once you start on the next level of your journey, time is going to start going very fast. And you have to be willing to adjust yourself based on the time that you have. And you have to be punctual because the thing is, you have to start now learning to be punctual because it is it's one of those things first natural, then spiritual. If you're willing to miss being punctual in the natural, when it's time for you to be on the spot in the spirit, you'll so work on now putting control to how you do your time. Give yourself time. Give yourself room to be late but still be on time. So God, we come for you, for Morgan, 
you have such a calling and anointing for this young lady in you. Um, and, Father, we just ask that you will continue to strengthen her, strengthen her spirit, strengthen her soul, strengthen her body. The enemy will love to take her mind. But, Father God, we know that you have that wrapped up, tied up in the Holy Ghost. So, Father, we just right now speak a reinforcing of the hedge of protection that you have around her. Continue to walk, watch over, at, over her as she walks through the valley of the shadow of death as darkness tries to surround her, oh God. Continue to let your light shine forth through her so that the darkness cannot encompass her, oh God. And as she walks into the enemy's camp, be it at school, on the train, and just because she's out in the public, oh God, it gives the enemy so many ways to come at any of us but her, God. You know what calling you have on her life. And so, God, even the enemy can see. He can see, but he doesn't know the process and the steps that you have put before her, oh God. So watch over her. We speak so that as she steps, that she steps correctly. We speak that as she steps, that she steps timely and in the fashion that you need her to serve for your glory. And we thank you in advance. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. And so, Father God, we also come for church. We come for the church. We come for the, the bishops, the ministers, the apostles, the missionaries. We come for even the lay people, oh God, because your word is being your word is being exactly what you told us not to do. Words are being taken away. Words are being misconstrued and rearranged for the agenda of the enemy of this world, oh God. And so, Father God, as the word is going forth, let your truth reign across the pulpit. Let your truth come across the lips of everyone who speaks it, oh God. Those who wish to curse people of God, let nothing but bless out of their mouth, oh God. You reign over everything. You reign over all. You said that you search for a man who is willing in Christ and sure was that one. And Father God, well, you know that there are willing vessels here right now who are willing to do as you command, oh God. And even those who have faith in you, oh God, help them and help us in our in our doubt. Help us in our unbelief so that we can continue to walk in faith, oh God, so your word can go forth, so your presence can be made known. Help us to take our light under the bushel and up under the bed, oh God, and let it shine brightly for all to see, oh Lord. Father God, help us to withstand when persecution comes our way, because it's coming for those who stand firm in the belief of who Christ was and his salvation and his bringing us back in direct relationship with you. Father God, we ask that you will strengthen us on every hand, strengthen us in our spirit, strengthen us in our mind, strengthen us in our body, oh God, so when the enemy comes against us like a flood, we can stand behind your standard and not waver or doubt. And Father God, we come for those who are who are sick and shut in and in hospice, oh God. We stand in agreement with their prayers, oh God. There was a woman um, that I just saw, oh God, her baby Dink just had surgery on yesterday, oh God. And so, Father, we pray right now for a quick recovery for him. And as using him as the touchstone, oh God, we come for all who have had surgeries in this week, oh God, who are going to have surgery. We come for those who are dealing with, with ailments that the, that the doctor has said cannot be cured or does not know how to cure. We come in, we 
come and we speak in agreement with their prayers that you will show the doctors exactly what the situation is, what the issue is, what the ailment is, what the illness is, and be able to not just treat it and hide the the symptoms and the ailment, but to actually cure it by your power through their hands, oh God. Confound the enemy because they are trying to just mask the, the pain. They're trying to mask the issues and just let us die slowly, but not far. The great physician to stand under your healing powers, oh God. So direct the minds of the doctors to exactly see the symptoms for what they are and call out the illness so that it can be cured in the name of Yeshua. Come down to comfort those who are addicted and those who are dealing with the issues, oh God. We come right now that they will be released, that they will be renewed in their spirit and mind, oh God. Let the addiction no longer have any kind of hold or control over them, oh God. We come that you will give them life and life more abundantly. Help them not to mask depression out of their depression. Help them not to mask their loneliness or their emptiness, but fill them up and give them your comfort right now in the name of Yeshua. We stand in agreement with the grandmothers and the mothers and those who have gone on before that have been praying for them, oh God, that they will find salvation in you, that they will find their comfort in you and not crack cocaine and smoking and marijuana, but they will look to you in the hills in which come up their help, oh God. And Father God, we come to those who are dealing with abusive relationships, oh God, abuse of, of alcohol, abuse of physical, abuse of mental, Father God. Help them to come out right now in the name of Yeshua. They are crying out in their spirit, and they don't even know that they are in bondage, oh God. But we are coming right now that you will loose ever fetter, that you will break every chain, oh God, in the name of Yeshua. Come against them, oh God. Come against the abuser, oh God. Convict them in their heart and in their mind, oh God, as they raise their hands in their can be paralyzed in the name of Yeshua. That child that's right now about to be hit, oh God, let them be in you, Father God. And keep your angel around them right now, oh God. Let no more bones be broken. Let no more no more chains be put on their minds so that it be affected in their adult world, oh God. And we thank you in advance. And Father God, we in prison in mind and in body. Father God, they have put themselves in prison. They have bound themselves with people. They have bound themselves in issues. They have bound themselves in past circumstances, oh God. And right now, oh God, as we praise and worship you in our spirit and we speak of your glory, oh God, we pray that just like when Peter and Paul was in the jailhouse, that you will let the doors be open and the chains fall off, oh God. Let them walk free right now in the name of Yeshua. And Father God, we also come for those who are imprisoned in jails, oh God. Those who are wrongfully imprisoned because of the greed of man, oh God. We come right now that the the, the judge will be will see their case because they are pleading for another case, oh God. They're pleading for a retrial. Let that retrial come forth right now in the name of Yeshua and let the judge see that the enemy has come against them and, and piled uh, uh, lies against them, oh God. Let the lies be revealed, oh God. Let the person who was actually guilty be be seen for who and what he is, oh God, in the name of Yeshua. And let that one who is in prison walk free. But Father God, those who are who are in jail because they are guilty, but they are looking for a savior. They are looking for peace. They are looking for comfort. Here in the, in the United States as well as in other nations, oh God, 
They are seeking. They shall find you, O God. You are sweeping. You are giving us swift revival, O God. Let it catch fire. Let it catch wind in those who are in prison, O God. Even us here in the church, O God, those of us who believe in you, those of us who call on you, O God, let your reviving spirit come through us right now, O God. Let us come into a revival, O God, that only you can give us. Let us have another Azusa, O God. Let your Holy Spirit wash through the streets, O God, in the name of Yeshua. And, Father God, we come for those who are dealing with depression. They are dealing with depression and loneliness, O God, because they lost a loved one, because they're not where they think they should be, because they are not where they they were before. They've lost everything, O God. We come against that spirit of depression right now. You said that you will give joy unspeakable and a peace that passes all understanding, O God. And so we're, we're speaking that over their mind and over their spirit right now in the name of Yeshua. Call them out of the darkness of depression as only you can, O God. Wrap your loving arms around them, O God, as only you can, and give them that joy back. Give them the spark that they need to lift up their eyes and and change their countenance, change their way of thinking, change the way they do things, O God. Let the fog release from their minds, O God. As they walk through this day, let them see the sunshine. Let them feel the heat. Let them feel the wind, O God, and know that you are near and that you are willing to give them what they need if they just call on your name. And, Father God, we just thank you in advance because we know it is done. We just have to stand in belief and faith that you will not let your word return unto you, boy. And, Father God, we are coming into you with your word because you said those who seek your faith, that you will let, you will hear us. And you will do exactly what you said. You will give us the the, the, the the honey, and you will give us the balm, and you will give us what we need. And so, Father God, give us what we need. Maybe not what we want, but give us what we need to get through this day, because this is the day that you have made. And we are rejoicing. We are rejoicing, and we're coming for those who have lost loved ones, oh, God. I have a friend who lost a lot, her daughter, oh, God, and she it was unnatural. A natural death, oh God, a sudden death. And Father God, we speak against those right now, oh God. Blood clots. We speak against those right now in the name of Yeshua. Release every blood clot, oh God. Illnesses are not just what we see, but what we don't see, oh God. Let the blood clots, let those things dissolve. Let the blood flow free in the name of Yeshua. Let your blood go through each and every one, oh God, who is praying for those who are in sickness, praying for those who just don't feel good. They don't they don't know what's wrong, they don't hurt, they don't it just they just don't feel right. But Father God, you know what it is. And we're coming right now that you will touch each and every one. And Father God, just give a healing. Even if we don't know what it is, even if it's just because, oh, it's just a twinge, oh, it's just it's just the ache that won't go away, and I'll just deal with it. Whatever it is, oh, God, you know what it is. And we ask, oh, God, that you will release it right now, that you will touch it. Let it dissolve. Let it break free. Let it break off, oh, God. The blood clots, the, the clogged arteries, oh, God, the calcified issues that's going in people's blood and veins and arteries, oh, God. We know that you know what each issue is. But touch, and we are we are touching and agreeing with everyone that's praying, oh God. And even those who just don't know, we're praying for them. And we're praying that you will give us life and life more abundantly as we continue to seek your face, oh God, and turn from our wicked ways. 
Show us us as you see us, O oh God, so that we can walk in the glory of your light. And we thank you and we praise you. And we also pray for those who are on this line. We pray for those who are going to listen in the future. We pray for their family and their seven degrees of separation. Father God, watch over and keep. Watch over and restore. Watch over and revive. Watch over and show and convict where we are wrong. Show us so that we can correct ourselves. Help us, oh God. Let us humble ourselves because we'd rather humble ourselves and, 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 and not have you humble us because, oh God, we know that your humbling can be Harsh that you're humbling, even though done in love, it can be steering, oh God, like a two edged sword, cutting and dividing, oh God. So help us see ourselves and help us to correct ourselves, oh God. And Lord, we just pray for those of our seven degrees of separation, those who are not saved, those who are saved, oh God. Lord, just help us walk in our calling that you have called us to be, called us to do, even if it's just to touch that one person that one person that is lost, that is walking around searching for the answer. If it's just that one person who's our calling, let us walk in that calling, oh God, for your glory and for our good. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Yes, that's all the list is. Yes, sir, that is all. Huh? Um, yes, that's all the list. Anybody got anything? Um, I would like to give the verse of the day. Off that I just I just got on my phone, and it's Psalm sixty two and two, and it says, "He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense, and I shall not I shall not be greatly moved." And we have to remember that we have to remember that that. God is our foundation. Yeshua is our our stabilizer, and and it's like without without and 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 the Holy Ghost is our glue, and they keep us in formation. They keep us exactly um, anchored. They keep us from they keep us from falling all the way off. And we have to just continue to hold on to that because sometimes we get courage because we're not where we want to be. You know, we see, you know, I, I was talking to some of the youth at my church on Sunday, 
And a lot of them were saying, well, I look at my friends and they are much farther, you know, we're the same age and they got this going on with them and they got this going on with them and I'm here, you know. And it's just like even in adulthood, we're the same way. We're like, well, why is that person getting a promotion? Why is that person getting a blessing? I mean, we might we might celebrate with them, but in the back of our mind, we're still like, why are they getting so much farther than I am? And the thing is, it, it, the process is different for everybody. And those who are Christ, he has to take each and every one of us, not just in our spiritual journey, but in our natural journey. On a di- We all take different paths. We all have different ways so that we can learn, because we all learn on different levels. It's not like the, the world is trying to teach us the common core. They want everybody to be on the same level. That's not how God looks at us. We are all individuals, and we all have to go. We all are going to the same goal, but we all have to get there on our own steps in our own process. So continue to just be encouraged that your foundation is sure. Your foundation is sure, and your defense is strong. You just have to see the walk, the path, and the process that Christ and God and the Holy Ghost are showing you. And you will prosper. You will be successful. Maybe not prosper, prosper and as successful as you see or want to be, but as you need to be. And so just be encouraged that you are exactly where you're supposed to be at this time and that just to be content and continue to do what God shows you to do for his glory and for your good. I need to be encouraged. I'm exactly where I need to be. Isn't that special? I'm so thankful. All right. Well, I'm dropping her off to school. Okay. Um. I'm going to send out the text like I normally do for reading or whatever. The only thing is I was getting something in my spirit that we're going to pray for turnaround in people's lives, situations, and circumstances within the next three weeks. So, you know, if you know of anybody that really needs to move from God, which basically that's all of us, but, you know, um, reach out to them now because we're going to pray for them after we do do the reading. So, then you all know that now. All right. So we'll hear from you in a little bit. All right. Well, you know, Smokey.
Hello? Anybody there? No. Okay. Yes.
Hello?
Hello?
Stand in front of the door. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. I can see nothing. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, you don't know the mess. They may tell you something. They don't tell me nothing. No yeah, make you come on my here. Oh, yeah. And when they, they give you something, they give me something, too. My baby was when Yara kept coming over here, and she was up about to go. Up to try to hold her little girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what she did the first time with you. I thought you were choking the first time I heard it. I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah, big you get out of good. Yeah, I'm just going. <laughs> I like a motorboat. Yes, I like a motorboat. I like a wheel. You're like, shoot, please. 
I'm supposed to have a smile Even when the storm is dead When the rain is falling heavy I'm supposed to lift my head I'm the hero of my family I'm supposed to stand
Christian life under the similitude of a palace. Bunyan in his Pilgrim's Progress describes palace beautiful. He pictures Christians as approaching it at nightfall and asking for lodging and being met at the door by a damsel named Discretion and afterwards welcomed by prudence, piety, and charity. That night, Christians slept in a large upper room or chamber whose windows opened towards the sunrising. In the morning after breakfast, they showed him over the palace first taking him to the study. The next day, they visited the armory. The third day before they would let him depart, they took him to the top of the palace and showed him the distance in the delectable mountains, at the foot of which lay Emmanuel's land. Then they took him to the armory and, having armed him, sent him on his journey. 
and D. Dr. F. B. Meyer's little book, Steps into the Blessed Life, in Chapter 3, he speaks of the chambers of the king, in which he compares the successive experiences of the Christian to the chambers of a palace, such as the chamber of the new birth, the chamber of assurance, the chamber of surrendered will, etc., 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 these chambers opening one into the other. Dr. George F. Pentecost, in his little book on grace abounding in the forgiveness of sins, takes up the thought of Bunyan and Myers and enlarges on it. He says, I have often conceived to myself God's salvation being provided for us in a splendid mansion, set up in the midst of a garden of delights and parks of loveliness, into which there is always open gate. Many people wander to the grounds and go from flower to flower and stroll with delight about the grounds. Casting now and again a passing glance at the splendid mansion, which is God's house of mercy. But the whole are content to stay outside, satisfied with the free range of the grounds. Some are anxious to avail themselves of the privilege, which is freely published abroad, of entering the house and becoming guests of him who dwells therein. These approach the door in the mount. These approach the door and mount the wide marble steps and are cheered by the inscription written over the door. Whosoever will, let him come, and him that cometh I will in no wise cast out. The splendid door of this great house is set open wide, and on either side there are servants of God who stand day and night publishing God's free invitation to sinners to enter. No price is demanded, no certificates of character are required, no questions are asked as to previous conduct or present condition. Neither wealth nor social standing are inquired into, whether in the garb or the prince or better like are welcome. In my fancy, I have seen some come up to the threshold of the door and look in and sigh and turn back. Some linger for days and weeks to enter in, enter in but, do not, but not doing so because they say they are not fit or are too unworthy or they cannot believe through the invitation remains written over the mansion. The thoughts of these three writers, Paul Bunyan, Meyer, and Pentecost, suggested to me the idea of drawing the plan of Palace Beautiful with all the halls, Airways, public rooms, and private chambers with their spiritual significance in the palace of Mansoul and thus present in literal form the steps of the Christian life. The pilgrim approaches palace beautiful by the broad paved pathway of conviction, John 8 and 9, Acts 2 and 37. That widens out into the circular pavement of forgiveness, Acts 13 and 38. That stretches completely around the circular steps of, of repentance, Acts 2 and 38, 2 Corinthians 7 and 10, up which the mountains must walk into the porch of confession, Matthew 10, 32 through 33, Romans 10, 9 and 10. That runs completely across the front of, of the palace and that is railed to intercept where the steps lead up to it. The knowledge that God is a forgiven man and all that is needed is that they be reconciled to him is necessary to lead man to repentance, 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 20. We are now ready to enter into the door. The door is a Christ who said of himself, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture, John 10 and 9. Paul puts the same truth thus, for through him we have both access by one spirit, the Holy Spirit, to the Father, Ephesians 2 and 18. The front door Christ leads into the vestibule of the new birth. Without passing through which experience, no one can take possession of the palace. For except a man be born of water, the word, and the spirit, the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God, John 3 and 5. The vestibule of the new birth opens into the hall of justification. From this hall, access is had to the whole of the interior by the palace by doorway and stairways. 
It ends on the first floor in the larger hall of room, which is the main stairway. The larger hall is lighted from above and is known as the Hall of the Peace with God. Over the open fireplace in this larger hall, I painted the words, being justified, justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, Romans 5 and 1. The first room that we enter on the right from the hall of justification as to pass through the vestibule of the new birth is the parlor of hard rest. Over the door of the entrance to the parlor are the words, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11 and 28. The armor, the parlor is furnished with easy chairs and luxurious couches, and over the mantelpiece hangs an allegorical picture of the saying of a prophet, and a man should be his hiding place from the wind and convert from the tempest as rock, rivers of water in a dry place as a shadow of a great rock in a weary land, Isaiah 32 and 2. At the rear end of the room is a picture of Elam, the resting place of Israel after their deliverance from Egypt, where they refreshed themselves under the three score and ten palm trees and beside the twelve wells of water. The life of music from the sweetest of instruments, accompanied by the most melodious of voices, flows through the air of the room, now near and loud, and then low and far away as evening chimes from some far-off belfry, calling to worship and filling with the soul with peace, causing the hearer to forget all weariness and sorrow, imagine he has entered to the rest that remain for the people of God. Hebrews 4 and 9. All right, I'm going to stop it there. Okay, so we're on the last chapter of this book here. And he's describing Palace Beautiful. Bunyan in his Pilgrim's Progress describes Palace Beautiful. He pictures Christian as approaching it at nightfall and asking for lodging. So evidently this Christian basically is a person, but he's just tied in, you know, giving the name as Christian. Because first I thought it was something different, but he's giving Christian as a person approaching the nightfall and asking for lodging and being met at the door by damsel named discretion and afterwards working by prudence, piety, and charity. That night, Christian slept in a large upper room or chamber whose window opened, entered, whose window opened towards the sun rising. In the morning after breakfast, they showed him the palace, first taking him to the study. The next day, they visited the armory. The third day before they would let him depart, they took him to the top of the palace and showed him into the distance of the delectable mountains, at the foot of which lay Emmanuel's land. Then they took him into the army, and having armed him, sent him on his journey. So, basically, I know a lot of these names I've read in the Bible, throughout the Bible. So, but basically, he's just kind of describing the kingdom as far as what he what he, he envisions as a, a being. Dr. F.B. Meyer's little book steps into the blessed life. In Chapter 3, he speaks of the chambers of the king, in which he compares the successive experience of the Christians of the chambers of a palace, such as the chambers of new birth, the chamber of assurance, the chamber of surrender will, these chambers opening one into another. Now, I, I like that, and it starts new birth, then assurance, surrender will, and all that's like progressive revelation, progressive growth, and that's a necessity. So you don't get all of these things at one time. These are things that you just grow into, begin, because in order for Christ to live, you must die. So it's progressive. It's, it's an ongoing thing. Dr. George F. Pentecost, in his little book on grace abounding and the forgiveness of sins, takes us the thought of bunion of minds and enlarges on it. He says, I've often conceived to myself God's salvation being provided for us in a splendid mansion, set up in the midst of a garden of delights and parks of loveliness into which there is always open gate. Many people wander to the grounds and go from flower to flower bed, 
and strolled with delightful about the grounds, casting now again a passing glance at the splendid mansion, which is God's house of mercy. But the whole are content to stay outside, satisfied with the free range of the grounds. Some are anxious to avail themselves of the privilege, which is freely published abroad, of entering the house and becoming guests to him who dwells therein. These approach the door and the mound the wide marble steps, and are cheered by the inscription written over the doorway, Whosoever will, let him come, and him that cometh I will in no wise cast out. The splendid door of this great house is set wide open. On either side there are servants of God who stand day and night publishing God's free invitation to sinners to enter. Okay, so first he's describing the outside of the palace. And how everybody is taken up with the beauty and, and, and you know, the, how everything looks, but they actually won't go into the palace. See, into the palace is where Jesus is at. But, but everybody's outside the palace. And this even gets back into what he was talking about before. I'm going to see if I can find it real quickly. As far as the, um, okay, the circles of the Christian life, the circle of faith, the circle of service, the circle of fellowship, the circle of privilege, and the circle of love, okay, the circle of faith being the 500, the circle of service being the 70, the circle of fellowship being the 12, the circle of um, service, no, the circle of privilege being the three, and the circle of love being the one. You know, everybody as a whole likes the nice, you know, even the easy things of God, the nice words of God, and, you know, you're saved, we're not saying that, but as far as growing in Christ and things, no, we don't want that. That's just the nature of people. And primarily, why is it the nature of people? Because it's that flesh thing that go, goes around you. You know, remember when Moses, um, he went and met with God, and the people, when he came back, he had to veil his face because the people couldn't take his glory, couldn't take the glory on Moses' faith. So you have to under, begin to understand that just flesh nature is just, as God says, it's a curse. There's no good thing in it. We were talking on the uh, business mastermind on Sunday, and um, Pam had a little exercise about how you can get in front of the mirror and begin to say beautiful affirmation. You know, come to grips with yourself and, and and say things about yourself, basically to to as a cleansing, as a healing, as a growing thing. And it's actually good, but I I just I threw in a little because our line is a is a um, spiritual line. I threw in something a little different rather than saying, you know, I have had, I have had a great day or I, I've done this, I've accomplished this. And these are things as well, but being conscious that you're still building up your flesh, even if you're building up your soul, not to say that there are not things in your soul. You do need to learn. You need to do need to grow in knowledge, but you always need to build your spirit man first. So in that affirmations that you're saying when you're looking in the mirror and you're breathing that, you need to be saying, by the grace of God, he allowed me to do this, or by God's grace, he did that. Because, see, again, you recognize there's no good thing in your flesh. It, that is an exercise built to build up your soul, which is a good thing, but you need to always put your spirit first. Think of your flesh as, as a snake in the house. You know, the person who ran over the snake and brought him in the house and nurtured him and cared for him, and when the snake got well, he bit him. First thing the snake said, well, you knew I was a snake when you brought me to the house. That's his nature. That's the nature of your flesh. It's hard for us to, real, to, 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 to say that there's no good thing in our flesh. Why would God give me this? Or why? It's not your gifts and your talents, and it's not to say you don't, you're not talented. You can be talented in the flesh. You can be a talented singer, and all those are good and lovely things. 
and I'm not trying to put them down, but your spirit name needs to be first. The gifts that God gives you are to be given back to him so that he can hone them so he can use them for his service. Okay. Whosoever will, let him come, and him that come, I will no wise cast out. The splendid door of this great house is set wide open. On either side, there are servants of God who stand day and night, publishing God's free invitation of sinners to enter. No price is demanded, no certificates of character are required, no questions are asked as to previous conduct or present condition. Neither wealth nor social standing are inquired into, whether the garb of a prince or beggar, all alike are welcome. In my fancy, I've seen some come up to the threshold of the door and look in and sigh and turn back. Some linger for days and weeks, longing to enter in, but not doing so because they say they are not fit or are fit or too unworthy, or that they cannot believe, though the invitation remains written over the door of the mansion. The thoughts of these three writers, Paul, writers Bunyan, Meyer, and Pentecost, have suggested to me the idea of drawing a plan, Palace Beautiful. All the halls, stairways, public rooms, and private chambers with their spiritual significance in the palace of Mansoul and thus present in pictorial form in the steps in the Christian life. The pilgrim approaches his palace beautiful by the broad paved way, pathway of conviction. This is how you go into palace beautiful. Something convicts you, and it's the word of God. That you might have been hearing uh, hearing his word or, or heard it or even even dogging his word out, it doesn't make sense. But uh, somewhere it convicts you, and then you finally begin to say, you know what? I begin to see, I begin to accept something that I didn't before. And so this is how you get into Palace Beautiful, by the pathway of conviction, John 8 and 9, Acts 2 and 37. That widens out into a circular pavement of forgiveness, Acts 5, 13 and 38. His forgiveness, forgiveness of your sins. God has forgiven you. You know, see, we're puffed up in our flesh. We're puffed up in who we think we are. We're puffed up in our deeds. And it's just so real. Whenever we come face to face with God, you will be so diminished. You know, whoever was talking about it this morning, I think he was talking about Jeremiah or whatever prophet, that when he came and he saw God began to reveal some things, the first things out of the mouth said, my lips are cursed because he realized how much vain words, words that had no back in him that he had spoken out of his mouth. Now, this is a man of God, a prophet, but he realized when he saw in comparison God that how much more he was missing it. The closer we get to God, the more and more we're going to see that we're not worthy. It's only by his grace, by his mercy, only through his son Jesus. See, that's why Jesus came and died for us. So again, again, recognizing there's no good thing in your flesh, your flesh is occurred. You just got to come to grips with that. It's hard. That, but you got to begin to come to grips with that. And the Holy Spirit will step by. He's not, you, it, it's, it's such a huge thing that God knows that's not something you can just immediately do. But once you begin to recognize it, and he be, he, even had, he even has to get you to the point that you begin to recognize that then he'll begin to show you how to step by step diminish it, mortify it, and let him rise up in you. So it starts with forgiveness that stretches completely around the circle of steps to repentance. That's Acts 2 and 38, 2 Corinthians 17. Up which the pilgrim must walk to the porch of confession. Matthew 10, 32 and 33, and Romans 10, 9 through 10. That runs completely across the front of the palace, and that is railed in except where the steps lead up to it. 
the knowledge that God has forgiven men and all that is, is needed is that they be reconciled to him is necessary to lead men to repent. Second Corinthians five, eighteen through twenty. We're now ready to enter the palace. The door. The door is Christ, who said of himself, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture, John 10 and 9. Paul puts the same truth thus, For through him we have both access by one Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to the Father, Ephesians 2 and 18. The front door of Christ leads into the vestibule of the new birth. Without passing through which experience, no one can take possession of the palace. For except a man be born of water, the word, and spirit, the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God, John 3 and 5. The vestibule of new birth opens to the hall of justification. From this hall, access is had to be the whole interior of the palace by doors and stairways. It ends on the first floor in a larger room, in a larger hall or room in which is the main stairway. The larger hall is lighted from above and is known as the hall of peace with God. So again, the, to even to come in through the door, we start with the door being Christ, then the vestibule is a new birth, then we're going on hall of justification. Again, progressive revelation. Now peace with God. Over the open fireplace is a larger hall. I painted the words. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's all coming back to the door again. Nothing that you can, nothing that you have, nothing that you have access to is going to all come through Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Remember, we're now in the new covenant, and it's only because of Christ. It's not by works. It's by grace. The first room that we enter on the right from the hall of justification, after passing through the vestibule of the new birth, is the parlor of heart rest. Over the doors of the parlor are the words, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Does anybody need any rest today? <clears throat> I know I do. The parlor is furnished with easy chairs and luxurious couches, and over the mantelpiece hangs an allegorical picture of the saying of the prophet. And a man should be as a hiding place from the wind and a covert for the tempest, as rivers of water in a dry place, as shadow of a great rock in a weary land, Isaiah 32 and 2. At the rear end of the room is a picture of Elam, the resting place of Israel after their deliverance from Egypt, where they refreshed themselves under three score and ten palm trees beside the twelve wells of water. The lightful music from the sweetest of instruments, accompanied by the most melodious of voices, flows through the air of the room, now near and loud, and then low and far away, as evening chimes from some far-off belfry, calling to worship and filling the soul with peace, and causing the hearer to forget all the weariness and sorrow. Imagine that he has entered the rest of the remains of the people of God, as Hebrews 4 and 9. And that is our lesson for today. Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions. Go and let God. Okay. Which one was that? A question, comment, criticism, or conclusion? (laughs) (laughs) But basically, to sum it up, you could say that. Anybody else got anything? I know I'm thirsty. Hey, you know what? One of the things that is 
I like the way he, the visual he gave, it gives, um, it, it, it lets people, it, it was, too bad that's not how, you know, new new believers are, you know, are given that description to let them know that now that you've entered the door that there is a process, you know, you have to confess, your, you, you, you receive your justification already, now you have to confess and you have to just, you know, you have to do the walk. You know, a lot of you know, a lot of times they give them this. Okay, now you're saved. Everything is fine, and I think that's you know the biggest deception there is. You know that they're that they're not they're not given this visual. Like you have to walk through the door, and you have to take these steps and go through this door, and you have to you know hit this chamber and this chamber and and things like that. So I, I like the way the author that out there. Because the, the funny thing about it is, now that you're saved, truly now the work begins. Exactly. Exactly. And what's so funny, what's, what's interesting is that in, um, a person who used to be an addict and gets saved understands that the, there's a process. Then someone who just now that you know that's, that's never had any any sort of addiction, and they just think that okay, I've decided, and now it's, it's you know, hey, I've arrived, type type idea, you know. And then because I, I was I was reading this thing on on Facebook, and the uh, the person was a recovering addict, you know, and they were saying they were like, you know. They they got kind of turned off from church because people were like, oh, all of that that you're doing is too much, you know. And he was just like, you don't understand what I've come from and what I've gone through and how I've got to this point. So for you to tell me I'm doing too much, it's kind of like, you know, you're not doing enough is basically what he was saying. And so it's it's just. Uh, again, I say I like the way the author <laughs> the author put that out there. That says a lot. You know, it's interesting that you say that. And I mean, you know, you said they said that you're doing too much, and he said that you're not doing enough. Uh huh. From where he came from and what he's come out of, he he had that much more. Death, E-P-T-H. Right. You know, and, 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 and I mean, because, you know, people like my own mother, like, you You need to sit down, you're praying to her, stop, you know, but y'all don't know what, what I'm dealing with. Right. And, and so for me, it takes that much and then some in order for me to keep going forward else who's not been been or going through to that level then they can't relate and so then from their own understanding and their self-righteousness they'll condemn the very thing that they can't understand exactly and that goes back to the that religious spirit it's, it's, because the thing is it's like because i was um i was reading this article um you know and they were talking about how in the in other countries, 
when they actually convert over to Christianity, they they have a better um, they have a better understanding of what salvation is than we do. And at first I got offended a little bit, but then I thought about it, and I and because you know, but as I read the article, it was stating how because we have so much, we don't understand the point that it's not about what you have that you can see; it's about what you don't have that you can't see. You know, and when he, when they explained it like that, I was like, okay. You know that 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 speaks volumes. You know that speaks volumes because we have this we have this mentality that we're not being saved from anything. We're just making a choice to 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 live better. You know we're just making a choice to do better, and that's it. And and it's it's so much more than that. You know so. I mean, we're not dealing with again, like I said, we're they, they, we're in the land of the free and the. We're not dealing with you know, what they're dealing with. A lot of them, like they got straight up witch doctors. They got straight up um, witch crap. I mean, we got it, but not to the degree they have. You know, we we won't we won't we go to church and we get mad, you know, get in our car, and we'll drive fifteen minutes and that's it. They walk miles to church, <laughs> you uh-huh. know. See, and we we get up. Okay, it's, it, okay. You don't preach for ten minutes now. A football game coming on. I got to get home. They'll be there all day. See, they they understand what it is to 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 sacrifice and give up. And as a result, they have true power in their lives, whereas we yeah. don't. You know, because they are literally fighting off spiritual forces and fighting off. All this, so they have true power, but we can't fight off a headache. Right. And, you know, and it's, basic, it's, it's pretty much basic appreciation. You know, we mm. don't appreciate, we, we can't appreciate what we have. That we, you know, again, it's by what we see. We're, we're taught by what we see. Where, like you said, they they know what's unseen. They've seen demonic possession. They've seen angelic hosts. They've seen, you know, the the turn of a tide based on them just speaking the word of God. You know, but what happens? What what the thing? But the difference between them and us is we see it, but because we have Hollywood. And because we have supposed experts, we explain away what we see. So therefore, we discount the power of God. What is that scripture? Um, oh Lord! Basically, denying and denouncing the power of God thereof, knowing that it's there, but explaining it away and causing it to have no effect you know, in our lives, because, oh, well, I've seen that before. It, it goes back to um, when you look at the, the thing with Moses and talking to Pharaoh. Oh, I, I, we can do that. Look, we can do the same thing. we got special effects techni- technicians that can create that same, you know, that same 
the same supposed miracle or whatever. Whereas they don't have they don't have all of those advancements, and so they see the miracle and power of God for what it is. So we are more handicapped than they are. We're, we're way more handicapped than they are. But we look at them and we shake our head. But in actuality, they're praying for us. They're praying for us for for us to open and have our eyes open. You know, so. It is, yeah. Look, you made me go quiet on that. I'm like, oof. <laughs> yeah. That's deep, though, but you're right. All right. Anybody else got anything? Nope. You said it's uh, exit 48B. You said what? Oh, no, I'm driving, and I'm trying to not pass for my exit. Okay. All right, well, give me one minute, and then we're going to go into prayer. Matter of fact, I'll let the healing music play while I do this real quick. Okay. Then we'll go into prayer. What are you looking at, Kat? Could you put me back on mute?
Okay. Alright. Taking prayer requests. I sent out a text message um, earlier because I felt led the uh, Lord wants to move in a particular way. And the text basically was saying anybody who needed some significant changes in their life over the next three weeks. So if you want me to pray for you, uh, you don't even have to tell me a specific if you don't want to or whatever. But um, just say something, and I will do such. Okay. I'll go later. <laughs> something. All right. Something. Something. Okay, oh, something. who's that something? That's Erica, huh? Yes. Okay, I'm going to pray for a better donut for you. Ooh. 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 No, he didn't. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> 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 All right, well, I'm going to pray for your posse then. We're going to start. How about that? Because you got a posse for me to pray for, so. Yeah, and I, and I want you to include, um, well, Maria on my posse. Okay. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's all I can say. Amen. <laughs> no problem. Bora dedica seke he yarakosa ka romboko seke de kandrasa kada. Thank you, Father, for rambora nedakasa da. Help her to see yarakombrondedaka and help her to hear. Mm. The hardness, the bitterness, Lord, that's clouding her vision and her receptiveness, Lord. Begin to soften her heart, Father, and give her the strength, Lord, to walk. In you, Christ Jesus, you are her God. You have made a way of escape, Father. She needs to walk down the pathway that you desire to walk. Mm. She needs to continuously walk because she will take a step, then that flesh gets in the way. Then that self-righteousness gets in the way. The very thing that I spoke about, Lord, our flesh nature, Lord, we know I got this, Lord, and it gets in the way. That's why you say you can't start out by the Spirit and end it in the flesh. Help her to stay in the Spirit, Lord, and to strengthen her spirit, man, so she can continue to walk down the pathway, Lord, moving down the pathway that you desire her to move, Father. Strengthen her and gird her up. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Jakira, hamboko ya karambo rande kereko de kereko. Wow, God. Mm. Ooh, okay, what did I just read, Lord? Let me go back to that. The pathway, Father. I'm going down to the pathway, Lord. Conviction, forgiveness, repentance, confession, the door. Start right there, Lord. Conviction. Forgiveness, repentance, confession, the door, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. 
conviction, forgiveness, repentance, confession, the door. Help her, Holy Spirit. Speak to her, Lord. Mm. Grab hold of her, Father. Let her not get pulled away by the enemy, Father. Let her not be used by the enemy, Lord. But pull her down where you desire her to be so that you can cleanse her. Father God, you say men do the catching, but you do the cleaning, Lord. Right now she needs to be caught. Mm. Right now she needs to be caught, Lord, and you know what bait to use. You know what, what, how, who, what, how, when, where, and why, Father. Move in accordance that you desire to move, Father, so that you can clean your child up. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. You know I'm going to have some of y'all pray for this over, so don't go on your mute buttons, all right? I'm just, I'm just letting y'all know now. Patricia Arnold, Hambra should go say she to go San Rani to go say she 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 to Grandan to go Dradeke, Boran did Gandhi the Gandhi the Gandhi the Gandhi the Go did Ganden did Gonde did Go He, Horan did Gasa, did Go De, did Gada, did Go De, did Gada, did Go De, did Ha Ha Ha. Yes, Father, we praise your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Tony Eichner, ho ramboko randeshi yandoko randaka randaka. Okay, so we're going back. Conviction, forgiveness, repentance, confession, the door. Now, the vestibule, hall of justification, peace with God. That's what he's looking for, peace with God right now. Because he's recognizing he ain't going to get no peace with man. But Lord, if he can just get peace with God. See, see, when you got peace with God, you you don't even care about man. They might ruffle you a little bit, but not when you got that secure peace with God that you know you are where you need to be at doing what God has called you to do. You got peace with God, and that's what he seeks, and that's what he desires, Lord, and that's what you're providing to him step by step, help him to receive and to seek it, and to walk according with it, Lord. Because, see, you want to lead him further along the pathway, Lord. You don't want him to just stop with peace. But, see, peace is that source of strength. Peace is that source of being solid and steadfast. Peace is that ability to stand and to stand therefore in spite of what all comes against you because, see, that you've got God girding you up and equipping you. And then you can see moving here. So keep that man centered in your peace and in your love and in your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Now we got to the big dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love you too, babe. Mm-hmm. <sighs> woman of God, woman of God, woman of God. Hmm. Hmm. Just listen to the song. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word. Can I 
by Kevin LeVar. Woman of God, you have come so far. You have fought. Hold on. 
Don't pull back. Just stand steadfast and let God be God. And that is your prayer. Amen. Amen. Had you heard that song before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just when it's for you, and it, the words are just like it just hit. It mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. yep. You ain't got no tears running down your face right now, do you? Nah. Nah. Right, you know, I want them people in the office talking about you again. I look at her, come back and she's the same happy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not paying them much mind at this moment. Mm -hmm. Not a problem. Anybody else want prayer? I would like prayer, please. Yes. Okay, who was that? Felicia. Okay. Go <laughs> Now, woman of God. Mm. Song two touched you. Now God is going to empower you to receive and to walk into what he's calling you to do. As long as you keep your, mm, like the children in the desert. You ain't going to like this. Children in the desert, and most held that that, that, the, the, the serpent high, that brazen, that bronze serpent high, as long as they focused on that, they were healed. But the problem is some of them still got bit. And that's the part I'm going to say you ain't going to like. You focus on God. And you keep pressing. That's your strength. That's your ability. That's all you need in order to you receive that which you need to have and to do. But also understand you're still going to get bit. Don't let that stop you, though. You have the power to tread on serpents and scorpions. You have to get, and this is a necessity for you, you have to get to the point like Paul was, that when he got bit by the serpent, he didn't utter a word. He just literally shook it off in the fire and kept doing that which God had called him to do. That's what God is getting, trying to get you to that means you get thick skins, you get callous, and you get, and we, what, what were we said earlier, that death. That's what God is building up inside of you, that depth, that deepness. 
that death comes from experience, relationship, understanding. It, it just comes from trials and tribulations. But you find that the word of God pulls you through in spite of, and you get that death, and you go, oh, that's just another serpent by me on my arm. I just, you know what, I got stuff I got to do. Because I done just got shipwrecked. I done just 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 had to had to employ had to fight with these people to save their own lives. They should have listened to me in the first place. We wouldn't even went out to see, but see, they didn't want to listen to me. Then they then they're gonna try to do the exact thing I told them not to keep your butt in the boat. They just didn't want because they again that flesh nature. They wanted to do what they thought they needed to do, you know, and not trying to be good. I'm the one that God talked to and told them. I'm the one that God the angels appeared and showed me all of this. It's not them, and and not trying to get caught up in the flesh nature, but understand what I'm saying. When you got that closeness in that relationship, they're gonna rebuke you. They're gonna you're gonna going to be fighting on their behalf, yours too. And so you go through all of that, then your ship gets wrecked, and you end up on the island, and just as the Lord said, every life was spared. Here come the enemy again. He's going to bite you in the arm. What did we just say? Backlash. Backlash. But shake it off in the fire and keep doing what God's called you to do. Trust and believe in his provision and his revelation, and you will be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. And I'm going to say this again. If nothing else will keep you moving, you're fighting on behalf of more than just yourself. You're fighting on behalf of your family. Yeah. Like you needed to hear that. Just get in, kick in the butt again. But anyway. No I'm, pressure. No pressure. Thank you. No, no problem. Okay. I didn't laugh this time. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. 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 All right, anybody else? Hi, it's Lee. Hmm? Lee. Oh, Fannie Marie? Yep. All right. Hey, woman of God, how you be? I think that's fine. How you be? I be pretty good. I be pretty good. Hey, Erica, why don't you pray for Fannie? <laughs> she she going to be hiding and trying to go on mute now. Erica, I got somebody in my office. No, she lying. <laughs> oh, I wasn't supposed to say that because it's a prayer line. Okay. I'm going to pray for you, Fannie Marie. Since Erica hiding. Mm. Mm. Okay. You're going through the process of being sifted. You're going through the process of purification and through the fire. Trust in God. Trust in what he's showing and speaking to you. Hmm. Pull not back. You're going to have some demonic influences pulled away from you. You're going to have some people pulled away from you. You're going to have some friends walk away from you. Okay. It's okay. 
God is drawing you closer to him. We were just talking about the levels, the conviction, forgiveness, repentance, confession, the door, vestibule, the justification, peace, all the different levels of getting closer to God. God is drawing you closer to him. Everybody's not desiring or capable of going. Remember, it's the Holy Spirit that pulls. It's the Holy Spirit that, that makes decisions. And he's drawing you. You respond to what he's doing and let the processes take care of themselves. You seek the strength, the anointing of God that is needed to pull you through. You just stand and stand there for. When the heat gets up, you begin to praise God because you recognize that it is God that is purifying. It is God that's making a transgression, trans, transformation. It is God that is that's transforming you. Mm, just stand firm. Yes, the fire is hot. You can feel the, the grinding of the wheat processes as you're being sifted. But trust and believe. Trust and believe. Draw from him. Draw from him. Let him show you, this is not of me. Get rid of it. This is not of me. Move that away. This is not of me. You don't need that anymore. This is not of me. You thought that was me, but it's not. Let him take you through that process so that you can get on the other side and do the work that he's called you to do. Believe in him. I say often that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. We get to a point in this journey when we're so wounded, maimed, beat up, that, that, that sometimes you just, what's going on, you just got to trust the steps. You got to trust the path that God has put you on. When, see, when you're walking in the fog or in the dark, you can't always see what's going on. That's when you got to trust that, that God will never lead you, forsake you. See, when you're doing what you're required to do, you're putting in your time. You're, you're, you're just getting in your word. You're asking the Holy Spirit what you need to do. It's not like you're just running around doing something. But but you're allowing God to grow, to build, to whatever he desires to be done in your life at that time. Then you got to just trust the process. It's a hard process that you're going through right now. It's a hard process. And you find, you're waking up in the middle of the night. Sometimes you struggle that peace with God. Sometimes you struggle just trying to grasp hold of that. But you fight for that peace. Seek peace and pursue it. You fight for that because when you get to that point of peace, that's where your strength is at. Yes, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Father God, give her that peace. Position her specifically where you need her to be, Father. Remove the shackles, Lord, that are trying to keep her in bondage. Remove the hurt and the pain, Lord, that's trying to keep her from moving to where you desire her to be, Lord. Position her exactly where you need her to be and hold her there, Father. Hold her there and then gird her up and then let her hear from you clearly. See from you clearly, Lord, so that she can speak from you clearly, Lord. This is a vessel, a mighty vessel of God, whom he has anointed and chosen to go forth. And mm, see, see, see what God is doing to you right now. He's putting some mighty things inside of you right now because you got to go and minister, woman. You got to go and lay hands and speak and, and, and help people that, that they can't get out of the the bondage and the snares. So God's calling and appointing you to go do this. 
So right now, go through the processes. Ooh, shit, because he already been telling you to go lay hands on people. You be going, no, that ain't me. No, I must have been. He already been telling you to go say, no, no, nah, nah, it ain't a meeting right now. Mm-hmm, okay, we ain't even going to get into that. Because, see, now he's priming you for that. Because you're going to be doing it more than you're doing it now. We talked about last time he was on here. Why you, you just seem like you've been pulled back. That's why. So now you can have a chance to clearly hear and see and move as he calls you to move. So you might have to see it's like a key player in a game. Uh, you got a certain skill set. When I plug you in, you give it all that you got and you're going to do what needs to be done. Then I'm going to pull you out. Then I'm going to put you over there. You're going to do the same thing. And it's going to make a, such a significance. But see, when you're back, you have a chance to see and to move. And when God says, I need you now, then you're refreshed and you're renewed. And you've been hearing from God. Now you can go forth to do what he's called you to do. Trust in the processes. Trust in the steps. And you will be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Glad you got on there. Get these, me too. Amen. Okay, who else wants prayer? I do. All righty. I hope this phone don't cut off, but we don't know. If, any, if we cut, get cut off, just call back in. I don't know if it's going to do it or not. <clears throat> Father God, Pam Scotty. So, uh, how's your little demonic friend hanging out? Praying to get rid of them. Hmm. How have you been praying? Yeah, I don't think I understand that question. Tell me how you've been praying to get rid of them. Tell me what you've been doing. How, tell me what you've been saying or doing. Um, asking <laughs> to, re- to remove them. I've been asking him what he wants me to do. Okay. Okay. Um, that's acceptable. Um, because of 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 what. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.